Hi, and welcome back to Baker Rangers Movie Talk. This is a place where we talk about movies, movies we love, maybe even some obscure movies that we haven't seen before. Uh, it's been a while since we've had another episode, so we're bringing it back for season two, I guess. I'm going to do 10 episodes per season. Uh, today, we are talking a... It's kind of an older movie, 1984's The Last Starfighter. And I'm here with my guest from TikTok, Instagram. He's got his own podcast, his, uh, his own things going on. It is Willie, who is Cosplay Dude 637. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you for actually introducing this movie to me. Uh, you brought this to my attention, and it's kind of been not necessarily on my list of movies to watch. But it's it's been in, in on the back burner since I was a kid, but never got around to do it to watching it till now, and um, I enjoyed my experience. Um, so what what was your introduction to this movie, uh, and uh, just just how how was the initial experience? Uh, so I first got to watch it when my dad rented it from Blockbuster showing my age there um um, he had seen it before um and he thought i would really like it and i did i mean it's just such a good sci-fi movie for the time period yeah definitely and uh, it's got you know for 1984 it's it was one of the first movies along with tron to have cg uh computer generated real world looking Uh, effects in it and i think for the time it looks pretty good it's almost on par to like 19 kid 90s kids uh tv shows for back in the day yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah it's up there and i I think this this kind of came out with the big star wars craze it came out a year after return of the jedi um and at that time you had um a lot of star wars influence things like I just forgot what that was called again. Um, Battlestar Galactica. Yes. I've been wanting to say Babylon 5. I'm like, that's not right. That was the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was more inspired by Star Trek, I think. But yeah, Battlestar Galactica uh, back in the day. And, you know, the last Starfighter. In um, here, we kind of get into a story of a, a teenage guy that just, he wants to go out. He wants to be his own person he lives in this old podunk town um the only thing he can do is play this video game it's a an arcade game right outside um right in the trailer park because they live in the trailer park and uh he is the best person in the world he uh got the highest score in it um so i guess you could say his life in the trailer park was complete at that time (laughs) So he got a little visit. He got picked up by the creator of that game. And come to find out, here you explain the next part. Uh, come to find out that it's not actually a game, more of a simulator for a, a real world event. Um, Centauri was the gentleman that picks him up, the creator of the game, and he takes him to another planet and says, by the way, everything in that game, it's real. You are now a starfighter. Um, and Alex Rogan, which is the main character, the teenager, um, 
he wants no part of it. <laughs> no, he's just like because, I'm a nineteen year old. Um, it's this big war, so Yeah. Yeah, he's just like a I'm a nineteen year old kid. You know, what am I gonna like I, I don't have any experience fighting war. Uh he has experience with the controls of the game, which like you know, were designed to be just like a uh, one of the, the fighter thingies, but Gunstar. Yes. And, uh, but he does take him up to that spaceship, um, to join the fleet and he turns it down. Um, and so it upsets Centauri because he, uh, he's going to have to pay back lots of money. He, uh, got paid handsomely for bringing in some starfighters. He gets like a big commission or something for bringing in the starfighters. At least that's the way the movie, the movie made it seem. Um, the big taboo, though, was Earth wasn't supposed to be on his list um, for the um, game to go to, or the the simulator to go to. Earth wasn't supposed to be part of that, because it's, it's too um, young, I think, is what they said in the movie. Or immature, yeah. or something like that. Immature or primitive, you know, because they don't have all the technology to fight uh, alien races and stuff. Um, yeah, and... Uh, so, Centauri does reluctantly take him back home. Um, he doesn't know what he's going to do because he's basically bankrupt at this point. Um, but luckily, luckily, um, as he was taking him home, the bad guys, I forgot what they're called again, um, or Zer is the, the, the villain, um, they attack and yeah. practically wipe out all the starfighters, most of them. Yeah, they destroy the uh, main hangar bay. Yeah, and all the starfighters were in it. Yeah, it's the last star. Making Alex Rogan. Yep, and she becomes the last starfighter. And Man. back on Earth, while Alex was doing all this, there was a beta unit, basically an android, taking his place. So nobody realizes Alex is missing. Well, the beta unit is making a complete mess of his life. Absolutely. Um, he, he, he's messing up stuff with the people in the trailer park. He's messing up his girlfriend and his relationship. Um, so Alex comes back not only knowing now that there's a whole world of aliens out there, but he's got to try to piece his life back together. Yeah, because, you know, the, uh, what was the beta unit? He was, you know, he again. He was supposed to take care of it, everything, and make make it like he never left. It's it was him, but he didn't know how Earth teenagers acted. Um, he almost got him uh, uh, broken up <laughs> with his girlfriend. They were out on I don't know what it would be called. That was one of those uh, make out point places, and she's upset. Yeah. He doesn't know. Why? He doesn't know how to fix it because he doesn't have human emotions. Uh, he does have emotions somehow, but not human emotions. And so he overhears another fight with this one couple and starts kind of repeating the, everything he's saying. He's like, you're my Juliet. And it's starting to work. And then the uh, other guy that he's listening to says, uh, those other girls, they didn't mean anything to me. And you know at that point that... Uh, it's not. It's about the beta unit was getting slapped. Yes, yes. That, that, like what other girl? That but yeah, 
So uh, he uh, he ended up having to come clean so he doesn't like ruin this relationship. Like I'm an alien and uh, Alex is, you know, fighting aliens for the universe. And a one of Zer's cronies tries to shoot him because he thinks it's the real Alex. And come to find out it's the robot. And you know, we see all the green goo come out. So she's it's like, okay, I guess you're telling the truth. So let's go find Alex. Um, yeah, but when Alex does come back home, before all that, Alex had came back. Yes, yeah. Before all that, Alex came back and uh, got attacked by one of Zerk's cronies, and they're like, "Well, you can either go and fight and potentially win, or you can stay here and get shot at all day long." Yeah, and they're 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 not like, stop. "Here, let the beta unit do that." <laughs> yeah. So. You know, Alex reluctantly agrees to, okay, I'll fight your war because you just brought it home. So, um, he comes back, and what was uh, his, his, all the starfighters were basically wiped out, but the pilots were still there, so the starfighters didn't fly the planes, they just... Grig. Yes, Grig. Grig. Grig was his um, navigator, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the starfighters' job was in the gunnery chair. They were in charge of the weaponry. And then the navigators are the ones that piloted it. Yeah. And so luckily you had people fly to fly some ships. Um, and the controls look just like the controls from the game. And so we're like, well, maybe I can do this. And with rudimentary uh, CG effects, they made that possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's... Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's a David and Goliath story, to be honest. Because... At the end, um, you know, he's fighting to save the day. Um, this lone ship versus a whole army. Yeah, with no practice except for just a video game. No real world experience with it. Just all VR, in a sense. Yeah. So, um... He was... Yeah. And, and Greg, uh, Greg kind of threw him into the deep end of the shallow little pool, too. Uh the beginning of the fight because he's like here there's a ship let's go after it and alex was not ready <laughs> yeah because he was going before he even knew what he was doing he just like sat in there mm-hmm. um but at that time you you can only run off adrenaline anyway you can't you don't you know you don't have much time to think or or anything else just hope that you don't have to really have to use the bathroom once you start flying you know I just yeah. have to go anyway. Like, yeah, if, if I go, I go. At least I go. I'll either go out a hero, poop my pants, or poop my pants as a hero. So, but, uh, but that, in in a sense, that's really kind of like the basic plot of it. Like, there's not a whole lot to it. But back in the '80s, you were able to make take like a basic story and and make it about the characters because, like, the first, I don't, I don't even know how long this movie is. Um, Hundred and ten minutes, so it's it's about um, an hour and forty minutes. Is that how much that is? Yeah. So so, but for the first yeah. hour and a half, almost hour and a half, it's it's just you know us meeting the characters. It's you know Alex getting hot top score, going up to space, going back down, and and all the hijinks that ensues there. Um, it's not really till the last like 
15, 20 minutes where there's actual, you know, starfires fighting around. So uh, mm. they were able, you know, in 80s, well, 70s, 80s, and 90s to kind, kind of develop more of a character story. Today's world, it's, it's more of let's get into the action, let's stay in the action. Um, we don't want a whole lot of exposition. We want to try to just shoehorn little bits and he, he, uh, pieces here and there. Uh, but it's just not, movies today aren't as uh, personal, I guess you could say. Story forward. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, they're not as story forward because they are all about, like you said, the action. Let's keep everybody interested because we need instant gratification nowadays. Yeah, you look at other movies like, say, Judge Dredd um, and the 90s movie. There's there's a full story about you know who the character is, uh, him, I guess he goes, you know, whatever happens to him. But in the uh, remake, uh, it's literally go into this building. It's like a video game. It's like watching a video game for two hours. It's a really good movie. Like I like the new Dread, and I wish it would have gotten a uh, a sequel, but it just didn't have the same. Like they don't they don't seem to have a lot in the story as much. It's it's more just action. Let's have action and and whatever. But um, they can still make good movies there. But a lot of these action movies nowadays are just action. Where back in the day, you know, they didn't have the special effects. Uh, that they do now back in the mm. 80s. You had to tell the story. Yeah. You had to find a way to keep people interested in it. Let's break for a word from a Zio to Hero partner. Time. The final. These are the voyages of the TARDIS. It's continuing mission. Doctor, what are you doing? I'm trying to set the mood, Pond. Set the mood for what? For the new podcast, Pond. Don't you remember? They're reading about our adventures in that dimension with the ships and the android. Oh, yeah. I remember that. It was fun. In an extremely dangerous kind of way. See, Pond? Even Rory gets it. Oh, never mind. Mind. Star Trek Doctor Who Assimilation Squared will be an eight part adventure produced by the Red Cornish Ranger and starring many of the partners and friends of the Zero to Hero Network. Chapter One, coming soon. And we're back. How would you think that they, if they were to bring it back as like maybe a sequel, or if they were to re-do uh, it, bring it back, uh, restart it, um, how, how do you think they would, would go about that? Well, you know, if they were to redo it, I don't think I would care too much for it because I like the actors that are the characters they are. I would hate to see them replaced. Um, but I, if they did a sequel, I could see it more as a series of 
Alex training the next Starfighters. Because at the end of the movie, Alex and his girlfriend go off into space to um, because they need somebody to train the next Starfighters. Um, and Alex is the only Starfighter left. <laughs> so I would love. I-, I-, I could totally see a series where they do that, where it's Alex Rogan, you know, out in space working with all these aliens he's never had any contact with, and now he's thrust into this position where he has to lead them. Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of like wondering why that never really happened because like the movie was profitable, um, it had a fifteen million dollar budget. It made twenty nine million and back in nineteen eighty four. That was a good return. Um, so like yeah. it not getting, you know, picked up or moved for a sequel, kind of baffling for this type of movie because this is the type of movie that always would get one. Um, it's not like a uh, Flash Gordon issue where it just didn't do well even though they set up a sequel um but it did good enough to merit a sequel and it it never did i don't think it has it's got some video games and comics and books but nothing nothing sequel wise that i know of well it looks like in 2008 um the gpa entertainment uh was uh, thinking about doing a sequel. Um, they added it to the projects, and then it got stuck in pre-production phase. Um, See, I, I had made this comment when we started talking about this movie um, in our Discord, on the CEO to Hero Discord, um, name drop for Jimmy and Billy, <laughs> um, uh, that... Um, I would love to see a sequel. And somebody made the comment, well, then it couldn't be called The Last Starfighter anymore. Well, no, it couldn't. You're right. But you could still draw in The Last Starfighter fans. Well, it could be called I mean, even Next if you call it like, Starfighter. Yeah. Or yeah. Starfighter Academy, you know, yeah. something along those lines. Mm-hmm. You could still draw those Starfighter fans in because they know what a Starfighter is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, we're just called The Starfighters, you know. What, you know. You can still yeah. you can make a sequel without the name doesn't really technically matter because how many movies um, have sequels where there is no actual main name of the uh, movies? Uh, look at their Dirty Harry movies. You know they weren't called mm-hmm. Dirty Harry. Blah 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 blah. It was just you know or even James Bond. Those aren't called James Bond. Duh, duh, duh. They're just you know Casino Royale. Double O Seven. You know. Whatever. Yeah. So. You know, you don't have to have a name uh, attached to it for it to be part of the series. So, see, yeah. but I, I also kind of feel because you were hinting at why they didn't pick up a Starfighter. I also kind of feel like because it was part of that era where Star Wars and Star Trek were so big, I feel like that the movie could have. Because I think I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Don't quote me on this, but isn't it kind of rated in the B class movie? Starfighter is. Well, it had a $15 million budget, and as I understand, that's that's about normal for a big-budget uh, sci-fi movie for that time. Um, oh, it so, wasn't even a B-class. So, yeah, yeah, that so kind of throws was, my theory out the water. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think they would have been able to do the, the CG like it did. Because the CG for 84 doesn't really look that bad. Um, like you can tell, as, you know, for now it's standards, it's bad, but... Um, like it, it was, uh, yeah, the movie was just like a normal, uh, big action movie. 
or a big uh, sci-fi movie. So, or maybe they just, hey, we spent fifteen million dollars on a sequel. We would have to spend twenty million, thirty million, and maybe, you know, sequels don't always get the same return back then. They didn't. So, um, you know, it's not like nowadays where typically sequels make more money than the the one before. Back then, it was really yeah. the other way around because the uh, the lowest grossing Star Wars movie was Empire Strikes Back, and you know, people will say that that is the best Star Wars movie. Well, it had the worst um, theatrical run of all the Star Wars because it was at a time where people didn't care for sequels because they thought this next one was just not going to be very good. Mm-hmm. So nowadays well, we watch it regardless. The not as good as the original. Yeah. I mean, you hear it all the time that the sequel's not as good as the original. Well, it's not yeah. going to be. Sometimes, well, I do think The Empire Strikes Back is better than uh, New Hope. Um, Terminator 2, in my opinion, is well way beyond the first movie. I love Terminator 2. It's probably in my top five movies, uh, favorite movies, too. <laughs> so, like, you know, it can be done, but, like, you don't, it doesn't have to be better, but still be good. You know, if the first one's a masterpiece, A++, you can make an A plus movie and it can still be, you know, it can still be yeah. an A plus movie. Um, you know, you do have to sometimes squash some of your exception exceptions. I just I just got brain farted right there again. Expectations. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. So sometimes you, you gotta you, you yes and no. I, I did put a TikTok out of a little while ago because there was a there was somebody that was upset that uh, Jurassic World Dominion was not getting good reviews and that um, and other other things and like this is the sixth movie it's not supposed to be good and then my kind of rebutted that saying they spent millions hundred you know million dollars or whatever on this movie you know you've had almost thirty years of material to develop characters and story why why would we not expect it to be good it doesn't have to be as good as the first one but it can still be good you know we are paying the same price for a ticket of any movie we see in theaters so but that's the thing that does make sense to me like lower budget movies are the same price tickets as big budget movies um and you know low quality horrible movies that they know we're going to bomb. Cause sometimes these studios know something's going to bomb, but they've already spent the money, so they're just going to do it. Um, even if it's something that was intended to make a lot of money, and they didn't know until after they already made the movie that, oh, this thing's garbage. Um, but we, we pay the same price. So why don't... And movies are expensive to watch nowadays. I have an AMC A-list, so it costs me $21 a month. I can watch $3, three movies a week. So... It's affordable for me for going out to see movies as often as I do. Um, but, you know, not everybody has that. Not everybody has an AMC in their area. Um, Cinemark does have their thing that's like $9 a month, but I think you only get like one free movie uh, a month, and then you get discounts or whatever. Um, but they're expensive. You can go see a movie. Uh, the matinees now, some of them are like 9 $10. Um, depending on where we are, some places they're more than that. Yeah. So if we're I mean, paying this much, we should be getting a good product. Yeah. 
Well, realistically, too, nowadays you don't even have to go to the movie theater because 90% of the time it comes out and then it's on streaming. Yeah. Well, see, in uh, a few weeks, Jurassic World Dominion will be on Peacock. So, you know, a lot of times it depends on the studio. So I think the only major studio that doesn't really have one of those, like either an app or a, a license deal or something, is Sony. So a lot of times with the Sony stuff, it's it's not on the streaming services uh, right away or as quick as the other ones are. So um, if it's a universal movie like like Jurassic World is, it will within a month or so be on Peacock. Um, if it's a Paramount movie, it will eventually be on Paramount Plus. If it's Disney or 20th Century Studios, it will either be on Hulu or uh, Disney Plus. You know, if it's Warner Brothers, it will most likely be on HBO Max. So yeah, so you got streaming services that kind of take some of that because some of that, uh, some of those movies will come out within two months of being released onto a streaming service, uh, and sometimes they'll be on the streaming service before it comes out on on home video. Yeah, because like I have Vudu, um, and it's um, a movie slash TV series uh, service that you you purchase the movie. No, or you can I've got rent it. it. Too. So, like, I can rent, like, recently, um, just saw Uncharted, and it's another movie I'd love to talk with you about, because I love the games. It was a good movie, my, in my, my opinion. Brother, I, I liked it. My brother was big on the games. He's played all the games. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. it was a but I, I, I rented that for, like, five bucks, and my whole family got to see it, so. Yeah, because yeah, when Disney I mean, started doing their, uh, their streaming, whatever, like, the, uh, well, Voodoo was doing it too, where they would do movie in theaters and you can rent it, but you can rent it like Disney Plus. It was like 30 bucks, like when Raya the Last Dragon or Mulan or um, mm-hmm. um, Black Widow. You know, you had to pay $30 to see it when it came out of theaters if you want to see it at home. Um, yeah. Now, once once they, they'll still do that, but it'll be like 20 bucks, like on Voodoo or. Or on Amazon or something. Well, I know. Um, I was shocked by Disney Plus because we went to theaters to see um, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse mm-hmm. or Multiverse of Madness, excuse yeah. me. Um, and then, like a couple days later, it was on Disney Plus. I was like, "Well, that was a waste of money." <laughs> yeah, I think it was a few we- few weeks into the. I saw in theaters too, but I saw. I again, I have the AMC A list, so it didn't really cost me any more than. Yeah. Um, I think I seen it twice when it came out. But yeah, um, yeah. Like with Disney, sometimes you can just wait like a month and a half, you know, a month, and then see it for the normal, normal uh, monthly price of, I think Disney Plus is like nine dollars a month or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I can't remember. My wife does all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I don't have Netflix or HBO Max right now, but I think I have everything else. I need to start cutting some stuff because I really need to start saving money. Yeah. See, I don't even have regular TV anymore. It's all about the streaming now. Oh, yeah, I haven't had cable in uh, two years. So sometimes there's ways around it. And sometimes the only reason I would ever really get cable is for I'm a big college football fan. So it'd be to watch college football. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, in my town, um, we do not get, like, depending on where you live, like an antenna. Well, I've hooked up, like, Four antennas to like three different TVs, and I've gotten zero channels. So, 
I can't even watch ABC, CBS, Fox, and NBC. I can't watch any of that. So, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, now between TikTok and YouTube and, you know, the podcasts and Disney Plus, all that stuff, you don't have time to watch network television anymore. Plus, now network television really. is on because, you know, anything that's on, you know, anything Disney owns will eventually be on Hulu the next day or, you know, on Disney Plus. Um, everything's got a plus now. You know, you have the AMC. Um, and Yeah, I was going to say even like CW, man, all yeah. their superhero shows, you can watch them like the next day yeah, on the uh, app. Yeah. And sometimes for free. So, yeah, that's what I liked about. I used to have the CW app and then I'd watch like Whose Line Is It Anyway on it, like the old and new ones. Mm-hmm. Still waiting for something to have the Drew Carey show. That was one of my favorite shows. That was a good show. When I was a kid in high school. But I still get to see him on TV every day because my residents at work watch um, Price is Right. <laughs> yeah, I worked, uh, worked at a job where uh, on lunchtime, because we always took lunch at about 10 o'clock, like right when uh, the show came on. Like that was always on. It was either that or Family Feud. That's mm-hmm. what I watched on break time. So. But anywho, um, let's go ahead and take this to a close. Um, thank you again for showing me or bringing this back to my attention um, so we can, I could have fun and enjoy this movie. Um, could you let our viewers and our listeners know what you're up to, what's going on with uh, Cosplay Dude 637 and everything you are working on? Well, I, you can find me across the social medias at CosplayDude637. So Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, the whole nine yards. It's always going to be CosplayDude637. Um, my big projects right now are I have story time with CosplayDude637. Um, it's a podcast where I read fan fictions that I've written. Um, I have a couple Power Ranger ones on there. So for all my Ranger fans out there. And then I am also working on Fairy Tale, the audio drama which is me and a whole cast of voice actors. Um, a lot of people from the Zero to Hero Network are part of that. Um, and that is also out on podcasts, so you can check that out. And, of course, then I do all my cosplays on TikTok. So. TikTok and Instagram. And, yeah, so very talented, very busy person. Um, and if you ever need somebody else to do some, I know I haven't uh, – always miss the opportunities to to volunteer so if you need some other voices i can do voices so sometimes well i'll definitely keep you in mind because episode three we got some new characters coming in okay. well fairy tale is based off of the anime slash manga um so they're not new characters but i'll need voices characters you haven't done yet okay well yeah I'm, you know think of me sometimes whenever you're thinking of some of those characters I, like it maybe ben could do this one I can go. I definitely will. I can go low. <laughs> I can't go very high, but you know, if you need a cartoony voice. I got cartoony. Uh, but <laughs> well, the nice the nice thing about my uh, about fairy tale too is I don't require people to make like the voices as close as possible. Just use your voice. That's all I care about. Well, I like to I like to make my own voices. That's some, something my daughter loves. Uh, I think for Father's Day she did like a little book, and it was like what. You know, each page is like something you like about your dad. And I was like, I like that he does voices. <laughs> That's voices, very so. sweet. <laughs> so, anywho, uh, thank you again for being on the show. This was fun, and I'm hoping to have you again. We might be able to find 
Uh, well, no, you did mention. You mentioned Uncharted. 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 Yes. Yeah. We might do that one uh, in the near future. Uh, my plan is to do ten episodes for each season. Take like you know two months off because it has been a while since we've done a movie talk. I think it's been like a month and a half. And so, um, trying to do some other things, so I'm not spending as much time on doing these. Um, so, yeah, thank you. We will have you on again. We'll do Uncharted eventually. Um, and thank, let's thank Zio to Hero, Jim and Billy, Billy and Jim, however you want to do it, the Sasquatch and the Butcher. The uh, <laughs> Vulcan Skull uh, of Podcasting. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think I'd be doing this if it wasn't for them. They kind of, you know, I, I definitely got, wouldn't I be. Got, I got on uh, with them. Um, luckily, they, I didn't even need a casting call. I just, just found me on TikTok. But um, I'm having a blast, and I'm having a blast doing this and, and more stuff that I'm doing, um, which, oh, yeah. you know, I, I do my Into the Nerdy Verses. Should be most Friday nights live on TikTok. Not TikTok. Live on Facebook and YouTube. So, uh, look out for that. I'm also working on a few other things. So, thank you again, Willie. And thank you, anybody who's been watching or listening. And I have to end with this Power Ranger saying, um, as Zordon would say, may the power protect you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Movie Talk. Here is a message from Jim and Billy from Zio to Hero. Sarge, we got the order, Sarge. Oh, well, all right. What are they, Private? Ah, our list of orders. It looks like we got to follow some new shows, like from the Zero to Hero Network. Ah, like the main show, Zero to Hero with Billy and Jim, numbskulls. Stop. Ah, the Baker Rangers on YouTube and Facebook. Stop. Ah, Neon Lights on YouTube. Stop. Ah, the Red Corners Ranger from a... Ah, dang Brett. Stop. Ah, Dyer Avenger 52 on Instagram. Stop. Oh, and also Cosplay Dude 637, story time with me. Stop. All right, besides. Oh, not the private.